guys, welcome back to another episode of the 30-Minute Rumble. I am Ryan, and I am here with Shay. We have a few topics that we want to discuss. Um, the first thing, I want to go right into it. We have a lot to talk about with the TNA Rebellion pay-per-view that just happened. I know Shay here doesn't know much about TNA as of lately, so I'm going to go ahead and lead a lot of things with it. Um, TNA just had Rebellion Night 1. They're having Night 2 next next week on Tuesday. Um, I'm not going to go into talking about everything, but they did have a few great matches, like the main event was a cinematic match, Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock. Shay, um, from, as much, uh, from as what you know of with TNA, do you like anyone currently in TNA that's uh, there from uh, that you know of? So I haven't watched TNA in quite a while. I used to watch it every week, but lately I've kind of like fallen out of it. Uh, but I do like, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Ace Austin. Mm-hmm. When they broke him off from what, the Rascals, right? He's part of the Rascals. Yeah. Yeah, when they broke him away from the Rascals and made him like a singles guy, I was like, this guy has something different. But Dez is is great also. Um, and, and Wentz is cool, but I, I like Ace Austin a lot. I think he has a lot of potential. And also Sammy Callahan, of course, is is great as a, a top tier guy in impact so th- those would be my my two choices of, of guys that I, I really like in in impact right now well the speaking of ace austin he lost his exhibition title against willie mack uh in a great match i watched a lot of the bits and pieces of the match phenomenal spots willie mack i guess i he's like a almost like a 300 pound man he's out right. there doing like suicide dives and moonsaults and a bunch of other crap and I've uh, seen him wrestle in Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. That's where I remember Willie Mack from before he went to TNA or whatever. In fact, I still call it the TNA to this day. Right, me too. Um, but the so Willie Mack won his first championship, I think, in Impact. This is I am not sure if he held it. I don't think he was TNA tag team or tag team champion. No, they didn't win tag titles. But, but Willie Max is his first reign as any type of champion in Impact. And Willie Max has been in uh, Impact for, I think, two, three years now. Yeah. And this is his first reign. You know, had a great match with Ace Austin. Um, For anyone listening, if you haven't even watched Impact or anything, I'd give it a chance. I understand they're going through a little thing right now. They don't have that many great talent. They're still bringing back... Uh, old ECW legends like Tommy Dreamer and Rhino who had a six-man tag match, which uh, against OVE, which is another great match. They brought back Crazy Steve to impact. Crazy Steve is probably one of the best uh, best in the business along with Eric Young along along uh, those lines of with his own gimmick. Crazy Steve, uh, what was he? He was in the tag team with Abyss and uh, Rosemary a couple years ago, and I thought that was... A f- one of the best gimmicks they've had along at the time with the, the Hardys like when they were feuding Steve. with them. Yeah, crazy. I was, I was hoping Crazy Steve was going to go to Dota B after he got released from uh, Impact. Yeah. But that never happened. It's like the, uh, the one thing that I like about Impact Wrestling that's different from most other companies is I, I do like their presentation. They, they have a really clean presentation for most things that they do. Um, even if sometimes I don't agree with the, the, the storyline direction, their presentation is great. And that's just like AW, like their presentation is great. It's clean. Right. It just looks good. 
and a lot of their a lot of their characters they can do like they're they are like the leaders of like a dark twisted character when you look (laughs) at people like crazy steve and you look at rosemary uh they they just do those those characters really really well something that Mm. would never work in a wwe maybe an aw would never work in a ring of honor it just works for impact and that's one thing that i can say that i like about about them sorry i didn't mean to jump in (laughs) did you uh watch any clips of the uh match between ken shamrock and sammy callahan i did i did i watched i watched a clip on youtube of the shamrock and callahan match i thought it was really well done once again the presentation was super clean it it just looked really good, and I whoever is their like camera team, they did an amazing job because it it was it was really well done. I I, I liked it a lot. Now I'm not saying Impact was copying from WWE because Impact did have a cinematic match with the Hardys and their Hardy compound and stuff like that. Well, I would say it's the but... other way around, actually. What do you mean? Because Impact did it first. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but do you think cinematic matches are the future of wrestling? Um, in a way, in a way, they can be. I think if you try to do something like that live, you get something more along the lines of like a WWE or WWF hardcore match from like 1999, where they're just like right. walking throughout the backstage area. I think a cinematic match can work. But once we get fans back in the arenas, they're probably not going to want to sit and watch that on a big screen. So it's either going to have to be some type of special taping, maybe. But I I don't think it's going to work as much once we start getting crowds back into arenas. Because I I think that we did the Boneyard match great. And then they they did like the... um... The Funhouse match with Cena and Bray Wyatt, which I think they did great. Yeah. Some people didn't, you know, really understand it, but I did. Yeah, thought I it mean, was great. And then the, uh, the TNA or TNA Impact, I the, from what I saw, the Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan, they had a great um, unsanctioned match, which right. is also saw Sammy Callahan turning his back on OVE. True. Now I'm wondering if he actually turned his back on them. Or if that was his way of saying, like, get out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, you, like, you've done enough. Like, get out of here. This is, like, my match. I thought that was that was well done, too. I like, I like that little scene right there. So now you don't know, like, what's happening between them. So I guess we probably won't find out on Tuesday, though. It'll probably be, like, no. the week after, maybe. Have you seen um, the matches for next week? Yes, I'm looking at them right now. So what's the main event? Uh, it was supposed to be a three-way match for the Impact World Title with Tessa Blanchard, Eddie Edwards, and um, Michael Elgin. Well, oh yeah, Michael Elgin. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Tessa Blanchard didn't appear for the ten weeks of tapings they did. Ten weeks, my lord. Uh, she has like so, an eye injury, right? No, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think just it's didn't think she like heart, I, something orbital when she wrestled. I was her. told she didn't want to. She didn't want to have to wrestle during the coronavirus type thing or whatever. What but you might be right about the whole eye injury. I don't know. That's what I read that she didn't want to appear. Huh. So um, they did ten weeks of TV tapings, 
without their champion. Without their Impact champion, so that's why they have it on the on their uh, Twitter and everything like the future of the Impact World Title because uh, it's supposed to be Eddie Edwards and Michael Elgin, you know, in that match with Tessa Blanchard. So I'm not sure what their main event is. Um, maybe it's they're gonna you know just vacate the Impact World Title and have Eddie Edwards and Michael Elgin go after that World Title. Right. And if not, I mean, that's their best bet, actually, at this point. They have no other choice, but they already taped it, so we're not going to know until Tuesday. I'm thinking because... they throw I'm thinking they throw Havoc and Rosemary in Full Metal Mayhem to close out the, the night. It, if they don't decide to go with a World Impact World title match, then yeah. Yeah. Another, cool. the, the other match that's like worth even noting about next week is the Fatal Foria that I think that has big potential with uh, Chris Bay, Suicide... Trey and Rohit Raju, I think that's pronounced his yeah. name. So who um, is playing Suicide right now? I'm not sure. <laughs> there has been like seven different guys in the Suicide <laughs> yeah. persona, and no one knows. Okay. Because TJP was the last... Actually, no. Caleb Conley was the last Suicide back Caleb in 2017. Conley. Isn't he in NWA now? Uh, I think he is. I think he is. Yeah, he's in uh, NWA. Yeah. Right yeah. Um. So no one knows. Okay. Because obviously you have TJP. I mean, unless it is TJP. Could be because TJP he played it is current. Yeah, and he currently is with Impact, but he has, he's been doing his own thing in Impact. Yeah. But, so yeah. I'm not really sure at this point. But you know, we'll, we'll. I'm excited to actually, hopefully, see that match. I always like the the X divisions and that's an impact, you know, and that that's a whole X division match right there. Yeah, I, fit. Agree. I wish that. I wish they they should have done. They should have turned that match to an Ultimate X match, you know, for number one contender spot. Yeah, for the X division title, that would have been a cool, cool little concept. Um. So, from what you've uh, saw so far from night one, you know what? What would you rate it? I only saw the highlights from that one match, so I I, I don't think yeah. it would be fair to rate it. That's true. Yeah. Um, I saw a good amount with the matches. I didn't really care for the Kira Hogan match. I'm not I'm not a fan of the of Impact's women's division as of now. Okay. Um, the only person who's worth watching is Tessa Blanchard and Havoc and. Havoc and Rosemary. I mean, Rosemary. those are the only females or females women that you know you that are only like the best. Like they've they've been tearing it down for a great a great uh, while right now, and yeah, they have been some of the best, especially Rosemary. Oh yeah, you know, her gimmick, sure. her gimmick is one of the best by a female in a long time, and I really like her gimmick, and I really like the way she does it. Is Sue Same Young still with, around? Uh, I don't think so. She might have got put away by, I think she, uh, the whole, cause I, I, I don't keep top tabs with it. I mean, I, I read about it okay. every now and again, and I think, uh, she got put away by Rosemary or something like that, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Cause she was, I think Sue Young was part of Rosemary's little entourage. Yeah. She was, she was my favorite female in the company just because of her okay. character alone. Her character is just, it was just amazing. The undead brides. Oh my gosh. It was great. <laughs> but night one of rebellion was really good and i'm hoping night two is just as good 
Okay. So I'm not going to say it's going to be any better because the matches they have, and also if they don't have an impact title match, yeah. then it's not even going to be worth it. Right. Um, to move on to topics, we have a huge issue with Roman Reigns. So Dodeby doesn't want to mention Roman Reigns from this point on because he pulled from his main WrestleMania match. As if he um, is like no longer exists, right? Yeah, they're pulling. They're giving him the Crispin Wall treatment and Chris Jericho treatment as of now. Um, so the whole thing started when Roman Reigns pulled from his Mania match because you know Roman Reigns uh, is a cancer survivor, and they don't. He didn't want to risk himself right. getting getting sick from the coronavirus. Um, so I guess I I don't know why they don't want to mention him. You know. It's like it's unfair to Roman that he pulled out. I I mean I I don't know like much more on it. I mean what what do you think Shay on like them not wanting to mention him? It's kind of isn't that kind of petty? Um, I don't know where the idea behind it comes from. Like I understand why he pulled out. I mean he has his his health to worry about, but he also just had twins so he had right. like you know infant kids at home so even more reason for him not to spread it if his immune system is is really low uh as far as wwe not mentioning his name i guess i, I don't know i don't know what the reasoning <laughs> behind them not mentioning his name is i mean even in regular commentary you know, like when you have a match right. and you're like, oh, well, this person has beaten, you know, everybody. They've beaten the big show. They've beaten Kane. They've even beaten Roman Reigns. Like, why would you like not? Why would you not well, mention his name? I don't get it. As from all the stupid thing, it's probably a Vince McMahon call because yeah. everything is a Vince McMahon call. And he has called some of the biggest, dumbest things that. That's true. Ever happened? They Vince McMahon likes to be petty about everything. Yeah, especially about either giving up trademarks or just you know making calls of not wanting to mention somebody. Like they don't want to mention anything that has to do with Chris Jericho because you know Jericho didn't want to sign with WWE and Jericho signed with AEW. True. One of the, well, Vince, so they don't. Vince was the person that told him to sign. And then and then after after Jericho signed. Vince, you know, got all jelly about yeah. it. <laughs> so it's like, well, Vince, you told him to sign with it's AEW. As if he didn't think that he would do it. And if you know Jericho, you know that he'll do it. That's the type of guy that he is. So when the second he told him, go ahead and sign, he's like, okay, I'm going to sign. So if this whole, you know, COVID-19 thing gets worse, or if it's going to stay the same like it's for another couple months, we might not see Roman back on television until september i mean at least on WWE television until september yeah the, the one part that sucks about all this is for the, the for the people who are being used in certain ways right now so for the apollo cruises of the world and to some extent the bianca bellers of the world which i'm sure she was going to do okay regardless but for the the forgotten sons especially bringing them up to the main roster and giving them this push Nobody knows how the crowd's going to react to him. So I guess everybody's kind of getting a free ride right now. If, if you, um, I'm surprised they put Apollo Crews in the money to make ladder match. Yeah. Um, I didn't, 
see any potential in that. I was hoping it was going to be MVP out of everybody because, you know, MVP put out on Twitter, he was like, as soon as they, as soon as I, you know, pull out, they pull me right back, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll be in another match because his last match was supposed to be with Rey Mysterio a couple months ago. And what do you know? He's still wrestling for WWE. Mm-hmm. Well, he wanted to be a producer. I'm not sure why they didn't right. uh, hire him. Maybe he is doing some work backstage producing that we don't know about. It's possible. I know his contract's limited to what mm-hmm. he can do because he can actually take other bookings elsewhere and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Because he um had plans for the wrestling promotions during WrestleMania weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I see. I see. All right. Uh, speaking, but of Caleb, a... speaking of Caleb Conley, before we before we jump too far away from, from Impact, so have you heard about the Revival, their new name? Uh, the revolt. Yes, the revolt. So apparently, Caleb Conley and some other wrestler on the indie scene has a tag team that they've been for like the last five years or so, and they call themselves the Revolt as well. Hmm. And now Wheeler and Cash, I think that's what their names are, mm-hmm. are trademarking the name. So there is some heat on them right now for kind of screwing over, you know, some of their own. And they all grew up in the same area, too. So there's some people that aren't happy about them stealing the name from them. So Caleb Conley and Zane Riley were a team called The Revolt. Huh, I did not know that. Right. And I don't know if they didn't know about it or maybe they're just doing it because it's like, hey, it's not trademarked, so we can go ahead and and trademark it. But they had other names that they could have used, so I'm not sure why they chose the Revolt. Or maybe they're going to do a stable, maybe? And add Conley and Riley into it? I don't know. Who knows? I I mean, if anything, I could see them going to NWA, honestly. Yeah. Well, Conley's already you... Conley's already worked there. Yeah. So. And it would make sense if for the revival to, or the revival to go there because it would just add star power to NWA and that would make NWA, a, you know, a top top tier brand, uh, top tier company. Yeah. I mean, not saying they already aren't because I mean they've just started up again like couple a couple months ago, right? The NWA they were doing their weekly shows and stuff like that once again, and they have. Uh, Nick Aldis and uh, Scott Steiner and a bunch of other guys that are work for NWA. I can't name off everyone, but I know they have some star power over there. Yep, and they have some great storylines. They really do. Like hopefully, it's... yeah. After this, I was actually going to go to one of their uh, tapings. Really? Because yeah, it's, they tape out of out of Atlanta, Atlanta and I was going to drive there and go to a taping. Okay. Yeah, it's just a it's great show. It wasn't that expensive, so I was willing to. Uh, go to a taping just to see what it was all about and try and get into it but when you when you're a wrestling fan it's almost impossible to watch everything correct like you know some people i try i try to get my dad into watching AEW, and now he only watches WWE. he doesn't watch nxt because like i don't even know i try to get him into AEW, but i i no follow up with everything you know i go on all the uh, sites to read about all the news and everything like that i i look at all the spoilers yeah. For NWA and Impact, so I can you know at least keep tabs of what's going on. Right. Yeah, I used to try to keep up with Impact. Uh, kind of fell out of that. 
because I kind of fell out of watching Raw every week. I don't watch Raw at all anymore. Um, I do catch SmackDown. I catch NXT sometimes. Uh, AEW, I usually catch live. And then I watch NWA on YouTube and some New Japan. Um, normally when like the bigger shows come around, I'll keep up on New Japan. But typically I try not to watch a whole lot of it. Because a lot of their shows, their entrances are freaking like three and four minutes long. And it's just like <laughs> you're sitting there and you're watching these guys. The music's playing, the music's playing, it's playing. And you're like, okay, when's the guy going to come out? Then the guy comes out and then they have a match. And the in-ring action is great, but you got to get through all the presentation and all that stuff to, to get right. there. But yeah. But those um, are typically what I watch. What was that? No, I'm just saying that's typically oh, what I watch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So from all the releases last week, just to touch base on that again, all the from all the releases last week, they released a lot of guys, and I'm kind of curious how the product is going to go back to normal once they start having fans again. Whenever that's going to be, um. I don't feel like they have full rosters now after after they release so many guys. I mean, they might. I feel like the rosters are really limited now and they're really small. I mean, they have a so, lot. They have a lot of signed people. They do. Um, but I feel I, I feel like after all the releases last week, they're not going to have full rosters. I don't. I don't know. I just get that feeling. I know there's a lot of other guys that we don't even even see like. Tyler Breeze and uh, like Tyler Breeze and Fandango. I mean, yeah. I know Tyler Breeze wrestles on two hundred five live sometimes, but Fandango is actually out with another injury, sadly. Yeah. Um, I mean, you but, have uh, the you have the entire cruiserweight division. That's that's hardly used, so they can true. all they can all be used on the main roster to come in and do like fillers or jobs or something like that. And then so out of. So out of the whole roster, the raw roster at least, they put Apollo Cruz in the Money in the Bank ladder match, and that brings back to them. And I mean, I'm not trying to like give the guy crap. I mean, Apollo Cruz does deserve something every once in a while, like just just as much as everyone else. But you know, I just kind of care to see, you know, how they're gonna get the rosters back after um this whole pandemic is over with. You know, they also have the NXT UK. Like all those guys are just sitting at home collecting paychecks because they're not wrestling and yeah. I just feel for them because they look over and they see everyone on Raw, SmackDown, and even NXT wrestling, but NXT UK, they're just stuck doing nothing. Yeah, I mean one, when it's time to go, they'll be they'll be ready to go. Everybody will be ready to, they'll be happy to go back to work. I feel like they'll be doing NXT UK before shows here in the US live uh, with live fans. Yeah. Because of how, I just feel like you the, with the whole pandemic, U.S. is more at threat than any other country as of now. The state, um, because you know, Japan is or the I mean, China is has died down. So I think, I think New Japan's gonna be running shows pretty soon. Speaking of uh, top companies, gonna be doing live shows. I think uh, New Japan might be up and running soon. Okay, I mean, soon we'll be talking about. WWE Japan, <laughs> which is going to be a whole. Ugh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't like the idea of it. But 
I, I don't know. WWE, if WWE is able to go over to Japan and take over Japanese wrestling, they are going to like run the entire wrestling world, and that is not a good thing. Right. Not a good thing. But well, they wanted an NXT Japan, and I think they put the, I think they put that on halt for now. Yeah, but only because of all of this virus stuff, though. Yeah. Once this virus stuff is over, they're gonna go for the whole Japanese landscape, and that's the only that's the largest wrestling area that has not been dominated by WWE. Right. Other than other than the U.S., you have the U.S. and you have Japan. Once they get their hands on Japan and they take over Japan, like it's a done deal. WWE's here forever. Nobody's taking over, and it's going to be all WWE programming unless AEW is able to really stand up against WWE. I mean, the AEW's doing good so far, I believe. I mean, they've only they've been around for a year now, and they've you know they've they've impressed me a lot. I think they've impressed a lot of people. Well, the, uh, the, my one issue with AEW right now, I mean, they put on great shows. They have great talent. That's like no doubt about it. Their women's division definitely needs something. Yeah, I, I agree on that. The women's division needs work. And and on top of that, they, they, they have to figure out who they want to be because they talk about a revolution and being different, but they're not. They're not different. They're not. They're going into wrestling history and they're doing a lot of what's already been done, especially with like the, the, with, what do they call the match that they're doing? The war games. And oh yeah. They were supposed to do that match. Yeah, the, and blood they... and, the blood and guts is what it's called. Yeah. And they're going back and they're getting, you know, the Jake's, the Jake, the snakes of the world and the Tully Blanchards of the world Arn Anderson. <laughs> Arn Anderson, and they're pulling in Diamond Dallas Page, and they have to find a way to actually set themselves apart, and they're not doing that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, the thing is, that match was originated by Dusty Rhodes, if I'm not correct, if I'm not uh, wrong. Yeah, I mean, I know they're paying homage to Dusty and the people that he worked with and his friends and stuff like that. Which is which is all well and good. It it really is, but they really look like WCW two point hmm. as a, as opposed to AEW one. <laughs> you know. Um. Uh, just to touch, just to follow up on the releases of last week, out of one of the, my opinion, one of the most uh, saddened names, along with you know Heath Slater and and the the club, Drake Maverick. He, uh, I almost teared up watching his video for that he posted last week, but, um, they're turning his release into a storyline mm-hmm. on NXT currently with the, with the Cruiserweight tur- uh, tournament. And I think it's wrong of WWE to do that, you know, to turn their, them release someone into a tournament or into a storyline during his little tournament. And they know that if, you know, if he doesn't win, it's just like over for him. Um, you think it's a work? It could be, but if it's not, man, it's if it's not a work, then I sh- I, I I hope that he's feeling shamed, or Vince is feeling shamed, or whoever yeah. is running that storyline because it's really wrong. 
of them to run that into a storyline. I mean, it, it could stand to help him once this is all said and done. Because, you know, typically when somebody's leaving the company, WWE likes to bury them before they go. And uh, this, is, this is actually yeah. giving him a lot of sympathy. So it may actually work out for the better for him, getting his TV time, you know, even though he's going out of the company, going out as like a sympathetic hero almost. Um, well, I'm, I, I'm honestly hoping he like goes far in the tournament as more TV time for him. He lost his first match last night, um, so I gives him two more matches, which if he doesn't win his next match, he's pretty much out of the tournament. Who's he facing? I don't know. They okay. haven't announced it yet. Okay. But he's... I forgot who else is in his uh, group. He's in group A. I forgot who else is in his group. Um, but Drake Maverick is very talented. They just never... I mean, they gave him the run with the 24-7 title, which was hilarious. Right. I like the work he did with R-Truth. It was definitely great work. Drake Maverick, w- even if... You know, this isn't a work, and he's going elsewhere after the whole COVID-19 thing mm-hmm. clears up. Then I hope, you know, he does great work elsewhere, um, along with the rest of the release talents. Um, there's just been a lot of, you know, I, I just feel like everything with WWE is just, you know, shaky right now with all the moves they've been doing, especially with the XFL, all the releases, and a bunch of other things, along with the Roman Reigns. Uh, the whole Roman Reigns thing. Um, I'm just hoping everything goes back to normal. To be, I just feel like it's not the same product. Right. I just, it just, it just feels different, you know. But when I watch AEW and NXT, I, I feel like NXT is doing better product than WWE right now. I could be wrong. Oh, um, NXT, putting... NXT has been far better than the main roster for a long time. And it, it, it just kind of kills. I mean, I'm a huge Seth Rollins fan, and I'm throwing Seth Rollins back in the main event after he just lost WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm a big Seth Rollins fan, but come on now. Like, have, can't have Seth Rollins or anything else. I understand with Seth Rollins, they put him in the, in the, like a, a title hunt and they put him in a different like type of feud and they'll put him back in the title hunt. But what about Kevin Owens? Where's Kevin Owens? Right. I wonder if he's like the, not working right now. Cause he hasn't, I haven't seen him in weeks. I don't know. He does live in, if I'm not mistaken, he lives in Canada. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. He did the one promo, which was apparently shot by his wife. Um, cool. And that was it. And I'm just hoping, you know, as from, you know, one of the, I, I've been watching wrestling since like 05, or at least it'll be since 05. And, uh, Things have been downhill, like even before this whole COVID nineteen. Now, but now with the whole, I understand we're going through a pandemic and this product is changing, but they could do a little bit better um, with everything live again because uh, the past few weeks were taped, but this last week wasn't. They went live, I think, last Friday on SmackDown, I think, which yeah. was uh, live. I'm not, sure. I think they're like taping it like an hour or so. Before it goes live, just to outbeat the the curfew or something like that they, that they have oh, okay. set. Okay. Is there anything you want you want to like add to add to everything that we've talked about? 
Um, not at the moment. Uh, right now, I think the only thing other than what we've already covered is like the corporate money in the bank ladder match, which oh is, yes, is going to be pretty cool. I'm just waiting to see like how they set it up, but it's going to be another cinematic match. I, I assume. I if not. I mean, it would be weird to see a money to make match cinematic. I mean, I've I've seen the stage set up. Yeah. Um. Someone posted pictures of it, and it looks very unique and interesting. Um. Can't say that it looks cool. I mean, it looks unique. Um. <laughs> this sounds kind of weird coming from my mouth, <laughs> but. I'm just, you know, I mean, I, it's something you have to see in order yeah. to, like, you know, you have to, like, you can't judge it. I mean, Dobie's trying right now. Yeah. And apparently, since they can't, they can't uh, film anywhere uh, anywhere else, you know, I guess what other way to do it than from your own corporate headquarters? That's true. Yeah, I was just, um, I was just thinking, I'm like, when, once they get to the top, and they get to the rooftop, then that's your regular match. But I'm thinking when they go up and down the hallways, that it's probably going to be like a lot of camera cuts. Right. Yeah. But I mean, that's all I wanted to cover other than that. Okay. Um, that's all for, I think, I think it's gonna be all for this week on wrestling talk wise. And then on Monday, we'll be back <clears throat> with some gaming related stuff. And then next Thursday we'll be back with some wrestling stuff. We might we're gonna be talking about night two, and whatever else that comes out. There's gonna be a lot of wrestling news that comes out from between now and next Thursday, so it's gonna give us a lot to talk about. All right, guys. So once again, thanks for watching the Thirty Minute Rumble. We do appreciate you guys as always. Follow us on our social media channels. Uh, follow Shay at NT Certified YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and you can also follow Ryan at. Ryan Gaming TD on all platforms. Thanks, guys. See you all next week.